Happy birthday. Welcome to this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. All right. And today we are talking about Legend of Korra book three episodes. Oh gosh, what number is this? Uh, eight and nine. Eight and nine. We, we got, it kind of messed me up when we did the, just the singular one. Um, but we are back. We are back on the major plot and I'm very excited to talk about these episodes. So this, uh, we're talking about the terror within and the stakeout. Let's start with the terror within. All right. Um, so we are still in Zaofu, if you yep. remember. Yep. Um, so it seems like we've been training with some metal bending. So we have the, the twins, Wei and Wing are training with Bolin and Korra in metal bending. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Korra's doing pretty well. She's a pretty good metal bender. Well, she's she been is, doing it for so long. She is the avatar. She's, yeah, she's the avatar, and she's a pretty darn good metal bender. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Uh, Joey Richter is in this episode. He's in, he's one of the Star Kid guys. You're like a very Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought it was a Richter or Ritter? Uh, Richter. Oh, Trey who Richter. does he play? Uh, he plays Hong Lee. Is that the one? That's the kid. Okay. I was, <laughs> I, sorry guys, I was, I did not, I didn't know that. And that's a really fun fact there. Um, speaking of voice acting, I forgot, I didn't mention that in the earlier episode, um, Jesse Flower voiced a uh, young Soo Yin in the flashbacks, which if you probably don't remember, but uh, Jesse Flower is actually the original voice actress of Toph. So oh, that's a fun fact. Cool. They brought her back. Yeah. Coolio. Brought her back to voice her daughter. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's like bringing back Dante Vasco. Ah. Uh, Yes, I love them all. And then Great Delisles and everything anyway, so. Yeah. Anyway, so we're trading in uh, metal bending here. Cora's doing great. Bolin, not getting it. He hasn't been able to metal bend yet. No, but it's okay. That's okay. We still love him anyway. Mm-hmm. And so. Zippo starts out like really nice. Like they're metal bending. They have a nice dinner because mm-hmm. Opal's going to go to the Northern Air Temple and start training and she'd sleep Bolin. Yeah, it's yep. It's Opal's farewell dinner because she's on her way mm-hmm. to the Northern Air Temple, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and so everyone's having a good time, and <laughs> everything's fine until the awesomeness comes. Yeah, and so I'm trying to think if anything. Um, I don't think much happens. Besides, anything before that? Can we talk about the awesome? Can we talk about the awesome? All right. So it's later that night, right? Yep, it's and somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow, somehow, the awesome gang comes. The awesome gang just shows up, and we're and we're pretty excited about that. But that is some bad news for our protagonists. Yep, some bad news for they, them. They 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 knock out Naga, which is like their one dick move. Like, why would you knock out a polar bear? Yeah. Dog? So it's at night and everyone's just sleeping. But then we see Osmi and Kate comes and they have some uh, sheer shoe darts. Yep. If anybody remembers from the original series, the sheer shoe was the big old big old beast. Who had like like the the mole yeah, face yeah. and had like a long tongue that could uh, stun people, which is awesome. Um, except that they end up stunning Naga and Korra, and they take her away and they try to escape. By the way, news points out Korra now has pajamas. Yes, she's not sleeping with her boots on anymore. She's in pajamas, and they are pajamas that I would wear. And I'm, they I'm, look quite comfy. I'm really glad that you brought this up because I was saying the same thing as we were watching. I was like, I guys, I think this is the first time we've seen Cora actually not wear her shoes to bed. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, like everybody's in everybody's in pajamas. Like I mean, Bolin and Mako are kind of like their normal pajamas. Yeah. And then Asami's in her gorgeous pajamas. Yeah, it, like her hair pajamas probably cost more than my house. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that, though, because, like, uh, Pabu's trying to, like, tell Bolin, like, yo, something's going on. Yeah. And then it doesn't really get to him. And then he's like, what's... And, like, Pabu's go to bed. And then he sees them just, like, walking with Cora. And he's like, what? And we thought he said, what the hell? It, lo- it sounded like he almost said, what the hell? And we're like, what? And he said, what the heck? Um, and then everybody finds out, and it's Fight! And a fight ensues. Oh, this fight. It's such a good it was fight. so good. I have so much fun watching oh, the awesome gang. It was lava awesome and water and explosions and airbending. Oh, and airbending. So yeah. Good. Like, they, I've said this before. Like, every time I see a fight by these guys, it's so much fun to watch. It's just these guys know how to have a good I, fight. And I'm, oh, love it. Kind of wonder if we're gonna get less like character development with them now. It's just gonna be like them just like trying to do their job, which we finally find out in these two episodes. Thank God. Oh yeah. But it's nice because like it's like we found out like their full kind of like plan, but it's like we're near the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering how they're gonna like you know wrap everything up. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna. Well, I know you're not gonna. I'm not. I know you're not gonna answer it. Yeah, I'm not gonna answer either way. But so as this fight is ensuing, they're trying to find a way to get Korra back. Um, so they have a plan of uh, they can attack from above the um, Lin and Suyin and the boys. Not not those boys. Her her boys. Her mm-hmm. sons have a plan. They can attack from above. Uh, and try to grab her that way, but first they need to um, stun Pali, the combustion bender. They're gonna knock out her third eye. Which, yeah, which you know what they do is just like get a clean hit to her third eye, and she'll be temporarily stunned. So they gotta get Bolin to do it because you know he can. Bend he's rocks. an earth bender, and he's a pre- <laughs> Mako volunteers him saying, eh, "Bolin's a good shot," which it's, he is. But he's like, "Are you?" He is, but like, if you're under that much distress, and like, yeah. you know, if you screw up, then you're you're screwed. Yeah. So, but he does it. He does. He succeeds. And I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of my boy. Mm-hmm. Even though he can't bend metal. Um, so they also managed to uh, lock the um, the awesome gang in. But it doesn't really work because uh, they have lava and they manage to escape. Well, they get Korra out. Yeah, they get Korra first. They save Korra. Uh, but then they escape because it didn't really work escape. out that well. They escape. They escape right on out of there. Yeah. So then, and then there was like a big question, which was, hey... Yeah, like, you put up your shields. Yeah, they have, so, like, these big metal shields that cover the town. And so it's really hard to sneak in there. So how'd they get Real in? Real hard. So how'd they get in? And more importantly, how'd they get out? Because they can't find any trace of them. Yep. Um, but it turns out, um, so so they, they they come to the theory that maybe, hmm, maybe there's a mole in here. Maybe there's somebody who's working for the other side. Jack Hughes. A spy. So they have to find a way to find this, this, uh... This person, this mm-hmm. this spy, um, and Cora suspects it's one of the guards because they would, you know, have the best access to get somebody in. They there. probably know how to like get in and out stuff. Yeah, and so what they, they do is they question all the guards and they use their good pal Iway, who um, from the earlier episodes we know can is a big old lie detector. He's a giant polygraph test. Yeah, so kind of like how Toph in the original series was really good at um, reading people. Um, and sensing their heartbeat and stuff and knowing when they lie. Mm-hmm. Iway is real good at knowing when people lie. Yes. They they go through all the guards and, and the more they go, like the more it's like, no, nope, not this one, not this one, not this one. And mm-hmm. they get to the last one who is a kid named Hong Lee, uh, who's voiced by Joey Richter as I just found out. <laughs> now I really want to go back and listen for it. I'm, oh, no, I'm just thinking of like that. You know that one show they did? It was like based on the Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, it's a great show. It's like it's like well, not I don't think it's one of the best ones, but like it's just like a it's fun. fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun wearing in that one. I did. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of like was he, he in that one? Yeah, he would like play like because like there was like the main cast and then yeah. he kind of played like multiple. Characters. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was the horse, wasn't he? he was a horse. <laughs> well, then he was also like the main villain guy who was trying to like kidnap the daughter. Yeah. It was weird because like they put them together like those two actors like together as a couple sometimes, but then they also played Ron and Jenny. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, what are you gonna do? Um, there was one line where it's just kind of like. I just want to, like, have sex with her. She does, like, weird things with, like, in my penis area. Mm-hmm. And then his friend comes back and is like, and my name, is I've killed three people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been the Star Kid Corner First Reaction of Interaction. I want to review those shows. They're, they're good. That would actually be a lot of fun. I watched to them. Do. I did. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, what's your favorite Star Kid show? I really like Twisted. Disney! That's like such a good show. Twisted is so good. All right. <laughs> Back to this show. <laughs> but like the, 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 the Harry Potter musical is kind of like nostalgia. Right. You know, I never saw the third one. Me neither. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Uh, so they so they come across this kid, Hong Lee, played by Joey Richter from mm-hmm. Star Kid fame. And uh, Iway says, hey, this guy is lying. And so they try to, they basically berate him like, oh, how'd you do it? What'd you do? Why would you do it? And this kid's like, I don't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Well, like, I was kind of wondering, like, if he was just like kind of nervous. Because like I said, with polygraph tests, like the biggest problem is that like, yeah, it's not 100% because like sometimes like some somebody's like so good at lying that they don't like get like that tick mm-hmm. or like their blood pressure doesn't go up. Mm-hmm. With, like, that, and then some people just get really nervous. Yeah. I'd actually realize, but, like, you know, like, so the guy who created the polygraph test was also who wrote Wonder Woman, and they're making that movie about him. Oh, yeah. coming out at a reasonable time. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? Soon. I'm saying it came out this year, which is, like, ironic considering. Oh, yeah. And, like, he had, like, a relationship. He had, like, a wife, but then he, they got, like, a little mistress person. A mistress. Was, Not a mistress. It's very, like, like, polyamorous. I, yeah, yeah. Cause, like, well, he had kids with both of them, and, like, I think... I think the wife named one of her daughters after the mistress oh. girl or the other woman, the domestic partner. Domestic but apparently, yeah. the wife actually helped out with like the blood test stuff to create the polygraph test. Oh, 
I hope that movie's good. I I, I want to see it. It looked like kind of interesting, and I'm like, I kind of curious about that. I hope it's good. I, yeah. I like all the actors, and like it looks like an interesting story. I'm curious. Anyway, back to the plot. Looks like there's some kinky shit. If we keep there going. Too. This episode going to be super long. Yep. Like all the others. Like all the others. God, we've been talking for so long today, but we've had a good we time. We haven't seen each other in a while, so. No, it's been a while. How are like, you doing? Okay. How's the family? Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I decided to delay the investigation because I'm like, this kid's not talking. Let's go do some more investigating. We'll come back and maybe we'll just, you know, mm-hmm. wait it out and then he'll want to talk. Um, so. They find a good amount of evidence. Yeah. So they found like a, a, the, the log list of the guard. Um, and then, like, a note? Then a note saying, like, hey, we will meet you at the rendezvous. And it seems like pretty damning evidence. But it's, like, they found it, like, as the, we get, as Detective Mako says, it's really easy to find. Yeah. Um, and so, in, in Mako, so this episode marks the return of Detective Mako. Hooray! Who we really missed. Our favorite Mako! You know, I never really thought of it in the, the original run of watching this show, but, like, Detective Mako is the best version of Mako. Like... The only likable version of Mako. Honestly, like... I, well, actually, I mean, like, honestly, like, when he's, like, actually genuinely cares about Bolin, that's yeah. a nice Mako. Yeah. Like, Big Brother Bolin is good. It's not like, it's not like you screwed him over or anything by having a crush on the girl he likes. Anyway. But, no, but, like, no, but Detective Mako, like, that's such a like a good route for his character to go and i didn't i like i'm seeing it more now and it makes me really excited um yeah so good on you detective mako for not being terrible anyway so mako kind of remarks that like it's kind of weird that this kid would want to help out um like sahir and his awesome and they established like because he, he's young he's, he's 18 so like, like he's 18 he spent his whole life in Zalfu, so he doesn't know like, like he was raised in Zalfu, so like why would he want to raise there like does he like what connections does he have to like the outside yeah and then kind of varick also like tells him like hey like, the fact that he got this evidence yeah by the way so they also like interview varick yeah and he just kind of like, does the thing like <laughs> i for some reason like i thought like they might go the way where they were going to say varick was like the thing which he's an easy out because he's, he's a criminal. easy out but like i'm kind of like i don't see why like like the thing with varick is that like he has like self-motivation yeah to do something so i don't and i didn't see a self-motivation to work with them right yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so another thing that they mark is that, I mean, these people have been locked up for 13 years, and this kid is 18. Like, he would have only been five when they were around. Like, what kind of connection does he have anyway? Unless, um, I mean, the only thing I think is, like, maybe, like, his parents. Well, that's what, uh, like, the one character's just like, oh, maybe it was, like, family or, um... Oh, like, then you know, I said that. I way, yeah. Yeah, I said that. Hmm, suspicious. But then I think- um, so, and yeah, Varric comments, he's like, listen, I... He's like, I know a thing or two about conspiracies. I know when somebody's setting someone up. Like, what I would do is plant the evidence in their apartment and then Maka says oh like you did to me like you did to me and he's like, like exactly! Yeah, exactly god I love Varric I love Varric Varric is such like a, an unapologetic like not good dick, guy and I love him for it mm-hmm. just a fun character and I'm really glad he's back anyway um so the more they think about it Mako kind of deduces that um you know the the one guy who would be um, who could do it is probably the only guy in the entirety of Zafu who can keep a secret, and that is Iway. Iway. Which, like, I don't know why, but I didn't think about him being, like, the, the traitor. I don't know why I didn't think about it. Mm. Yeah? I don't Until, know. Until, like, Mako gave him, like, that one look, and you were like, uh. No. Mm. Oh, yeah? Maybe, no, did I? Well, you were like, oh. Maybe. Yeah, I, I remember. I was watching intently as you watched. That's yeah. not creepy at all. But still, like, I just didn't think about, I guess, like, because, like, he just seemed really trust. Because they had, like, two episodes where, like, he was there, mm-hmm. and he just seemed really trustworthy. Mm-hmm. He was, like, helping Lynn out. Yeah. Well, and then see in comments later, she's like, she trusted him with her life. So. But they go to his apartment. Yeah, they go, they go to Iwe's house, and they're looking around, trying to find evidence. And they, I mean, it, it's, everything seems, like, pretty, pretty intact but then yeah. they notice that there's scuff marks next to the bookshelf yeah which means that it's it can slide and it's covering a secret tunnel you're gonna play the song secret again secret tunnel you gonna play through the, the mountains secret, gonna, secret 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 tunnel are you, play yeah. the, are you gonna play the song again i might okay I might. I, I love this song. scene just because, like, they point out, like, little things. Yeah. Like, with the vase and, like, the scuff marks. Yeah. And then, like, those are, and, like, that, those are, like, the things. That, like, I, people would say IO, but I know that's not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? I, what is it? Iway. Iway. Keep on saying, I don't know why I keep on saying IO, but whatever. I-way. So, like, because then he comes in and, like, they have tea, and I'm like, don't drink the tea. Yeah. 
You thought that was going to go a different direction. I yeah. Usually somebody like that says like if a bad person like anytime nowadays if somebody if like a bad person says like let me pour you a drink. Mm-hmm. I don't trust it. Yeah. So but yeah, but like Iway comes home and he's like the fuck are you guys doing in my house? And I was like, why didn't why didn't you hide? Like you could have hide in the underground there tunnel. Was, yeah, it was, it was gonna be hard for them to hide though. They could have hidden the underground tunnel and then just started running. Yeah, who knows? You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know what's lurking in the tunnels. So you know, I was like, oh, what are you talking about? That kid, that kid was lying. And Mako is like, you know, explains all the evidence of like why that doesn't make any sense. Well, I was kind of like, kind of think realizing that like they know that he that he did it. Yeah, they basically say you know that I did it. And he's like, hmm. mm-hmm. he's like, you have no idea what is coming. And then he bends a giant metal wall and tries to escape. Uh, they get out. They break the metal wall. They go to the the catacomb thing. Yeah, the tunnel. And what's in the tunnel? Explosion. It's a bomb. And then they died. And then they died. The end. That was the show. Uh, thanks for listening to First Reaction Fan Reaction. Join us for our next series. Um, I know. <laughs> so Cora is able to um, bend like an air ball thing. Sphere. Sphere. Yeah. Sphere around her and her friends so nobody has to die. So thanks for that. Thanks for not killing some, you know, my favorite characters. Appreciate it. Anyway. Well, I mean, you can't kill the main characters like midway through a season. Like all of the sure. main characters. All of the main characters. Why not? Let's do it. Actually, that'd be terrible. Don't please don't kill the main. Characters. Well, like you can't really like like honestly, people would be pissed if you did that unless you like introduce new main characters. Look, it's <laughs> Avatar: Legend of Janora. <laughs> yeah, it. do it. <laughs> Before that, um, her and Kai have some adventures. Yeah. So after the explosion, um, Lin and Su Yin come in. And they're like, ah, oh, there's an explosion. What happened? Well. And then Cora's like, hey, um, sorry, but your friend uh, was kind of working with Sue. I feel bad time. for Sue here. Sue, yeah, Sue was like really like messed up by that because she trusted him. Trusted yeah. Him life. And so uh, Lynn uses her seismic sense, does the top thing, and then says that uh, the tunnel was collapsed on the way out, so they can't find it through there. Um, so they're going to have to track him some other kind of way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that we can figure out that all right, yeah, this is how um Zaheer got in and out. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then just like a discussion where they like established this and then Yep. And then so so later on they're talking, uh Cora wants to go find um Iway and bring him in. Mm-hmm. Uh Lynn says, No, you can't go tracking down these guys because they are some bad dudes. Go back to Republic City. So you can be safe there. And then Cora has the good point of saying, like, if I'm not safe here, where am I? She's not safe anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're looking for her. Um, But, and um, Suyin is like, no, like, no, Lynn's right. Like, listen to her. Um, Like, you better just, like, go back. We'll figure this out later. And so um, Cora's like, what? What do you you mean? So Cora agrees, and they kind of um, go in for the night. But later, Suyin comes in, and it's like, hey, do you think Naga can track down Iway? And she's like, yeah. What? Like, hell yeah. Um, and what happened is Suyin really wants them to track down Iway, and mm-hmm. she was just buying time for her sister. Which, which I'm like, Sue, like, you just, like, reconciled yeah. <laughs> with your sister? And you're going to betray her like this? Yeah. Um, like, come on. Like, Sue, maybe not the best thing to do after you just got back in good graces with your sister. Yeah. Um, but, hey, she's determined. She's a determined lady. She's going to do what she wants. Yeah, that's true. And uh, she has, like, a Jeep that they're going to be, that they can take, and they're going to go find Iway. Yeah. And that is this episode. Woo! That went fast. I did. It was a lot. A lot happened, but it felt like it was fast, which we means did. it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Oh, my God. Like, uh, the awesome gang came back. Awesome gang came back. Mm-hmm. And there was a good fight t- scene. Good fight scene. Uh, some drama. Yeah. We had a traitor in the mix. I think I like the next episode a bit better. Just oh like, yeah. There's a lot more that happens. A lot more that happens in the next episode. I know. I'm really excited to talk about that one. Um, but do you have any lingering thoughts from this episode? No. No. Yeah. To me, like all I think is like good fight scene. And then some plot stuff happens. Detective Mako. Detective Mako. Yeah, Detective Mako is like the only note I have here. I had Jesse Flower and then Detective Mako. Yeah, I kind of like that also. It's just like this. I will say this also about the season. 
Uh, it's really well paced. Yes. Like we have it like is. the airbender stuff and like it kind of felt like that kind of like they're still going to focus on that maybe a little bit, but it kind of like flowed out pretty well. Yeah. Like every like they had other plot points and it kind of feels like the only thing I'm kind of wondering about is that like they're not really talking about the spirit world all that much, although we get more into that in the next episode a bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So yeah, I think like, yeah, I, I really like this episode. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good episode. Can we go on the next one, please? All right. We're going to, we're excited to get to the next one. So we're going to do that. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the next episode, which is number nine, The Stakeout. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Here we're going to talk about book three, episode nine, The Stakeout. Yay. Yay. I thought this is a good episode, oh, right? I love, I love I, it. I love this episode. I'm so it. excited to get to this episode. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, okay. So um, we are continuing with the search for Iway, and we're going further into the, the Earth Kingdom. We have left Zaofu officially. Um, so Naga is leading the way because she can track. Mm-hmm. She's going to track this dude. Um, so they're going to the desert. Um, you're going to notice that this is kind of a familiar setting uh, because we have been in this area before in the last series. Was there a chase involved? Kind of. No. Was there? What, are we thinking of different episodes? I'm really confused. What, do I- <laughs> what episode were you thinking of? Oh, like the desert. Like the library in the desert? I was thinking of the For town. I was thinking more of. What town? Were we like in a little town? Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, the, the episode that they were in the town was called the library. No, I was thinking of a different episode. Oh, okay. Remember the one that's called, it's like literally, I said, that's why I said Chase, the episode called The Chase. The Chase. Oh, yeah, The Chase. That was like the the, the old Western. Yeah, that's what I was thinking okay, of. That, that wasn't really desert either. Okay. That threw me off. Oh, The Chase is one of my favorite episodes, that's a good actually. Episode. Yeah, I know. A lot of people don't talk about that episode as being like on their top 10 list, but that episode is so on my top 10 list. I think it's probably because like there's not much plot. It's just kind of like, let's have some fun. Yeah, well, that episode is so great. Okay, so I know. That episode is so great to me because it's one of the first few times where like everyone it's is like, doing the same thing yeah. all together, like in the first few, like one of those first times earlier on the series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so excited. I love that episode back to so much. And I can probably quote half of it. Um, back to this show. Anyway, back to Legend of Korra. So we are in the Zid Desert and we go on to, um, we're going into a nice like a tavern, I guess you could call it. And Bolin sees a poster of himself. He's like, hey, these guys are mover fans. And I'm like, that's a mugshot. Why that's, is that's a mugshot? Why is there a mugshot of Bolin? Uh, he's, I was actually, he's been arrested before. No, 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 but like the specific mugshot, like why is it up right now? And I got confused because oh, yeah. I thought that that was the only one. And then you see the other ones and I was so kind of like, huh? Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's a little weird. And um, then they said it, why? And I'm like, ah. Uh, the Earth Queen put a bounty up for them. They are wanted because she's pretty pissed at them. <sighs> Listen, Queenie Smugface, get they, over yourself. They are wanted for crimes against the Earth Kingdom, uh, namely... Uh, the fact that they liberated the airbender. I love how Cora's so pissed. And Cora's like, they're not her property. I'm like, yeah, you tell them, girl. They are not things. <laughs> and then she ver- verbally threatens the queen. Um, and then the bad hood is kind of like... And they're like eyeing her up. And the zombie's like, hey, shut the fuck up. And then um, Cora's just like, I'm watching you, motherfuckers. She, yeah, they leave and Cora does the I'm watching you gesture. Um... So um, back in Zaofu, Lin is like, yo, uh, she's like, hey, where's where are these dudes? And she's like, oh, they're, they're searching for Iowa. Like, no big deal. Uh, and Lin's like, I can't believe, like, just, God. God. and then she leaves. Yeah, that's really about it. <laughs> that's about it. Um, so they um, they do end up finding, Naga finds uh, Iowa's Jeep mm-hmm. um, hidden behind a rock. And Cora does not have traits. And Tor does not have treats, and Naga is very upset. That, Come on, uh, Cora, you have to take care of your polar bear dog before anything else. Because that's when your parents got your polar bear dog, they said, hey, if you want this, you're going to have to take care of it. You're going to have to feed it, bathe it, wash it, all kinds of stuff. And here you are, no treats, in the middle of a desert. Come on. Yeah, you uncouth heathen. <laughs> you call yourself the Avatar. I mean, she, uh, granted, like, she's got a lot on her mind. Also, if any super fans are listening to this, I know that Naga's not given to Korra by her parents. You do not have to tell me. Thank you. Who gave, then, who gave her Naga then? Uh, she found Naga. Oh. Yeah. Well, then her parents let her keep her. True. Yeah, but hey, what is Naga? 
Her. Okay. Naga's a girl. Okay. Um, and so after finding the Jeep, the the bros, Mako and Bolin, decide they're going to go check out the town below, which is the Misty Palms Oasis, which is what the, the small little place that was in the episode, The Desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. That's a nice callback. And then Korosami and I are going to wait by the Jeep and then, you know, try not to get too much attention. But before um, that, uh, Bolin and Mako need to get into disguises and then they're going to go cook some meth. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. So Bolin and Mako, they need, they need nice disguises. Bolin's like, oh, we got to get a size. We need a backstory. And so they do the best thing they can, which is bright yellow ponchos. And goggles. Well, and I told you they're gonna go cook some blue it, meth. It looks like they're gonna go cook some meth. They're gonna go meet up with Heisenberg. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Bolin, we have to cook. Anyway, that's how you, that's how you save yourself meth. That's hey, that's the answer to this whole season. <laughs> it's meth. Um, how do you get to spirit world meth? <laughs> <laughs> so I love. Oh, also, I love the look when they after they put on their disguises. I love the look that Kor and Asami give each other. Because I forgot about that shot, and it's I, I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. They're like the side eye they gave each other, like, mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Cora is just kind of chilling on a rock, like, looking at the town below. Asami's like, hey, yo, girl, you okay? And she's like, um, you know, Cora's kind of annoyed, because she's like, I don't know what the hell these guys want. And I'm like, same, girl. We don't know. I mean, I know, but, like, we the viewers don't really well, we're know gonna what these guys want. We're going to find out soon, though. We're going to find out soon. Um, they find a note in the Jeep saying that they're going to a rendezvous at Jaibao's Grove. And so they try looking for it on a map, but they can't find it anywhere. Nope. And some spirits come in like, hey, hey. And they're like, go away. So we don't know. No. What's up with that? Who knows? Um, so back down at the uh, Misty Palms Oasis, uh, Bolin and Mako are kind of eyeing things up. And then they they see some guys looking at them, and they think that maybe some they may be some bounty hunters who are looking to bring them in. So they run away. Um, but as they're running away, they manage to find Iway. Yes, and he's walking along. So they they are able to track him down. Um, Mako goes and retrieves Kor and Asami, mm-hmm. and they all go to an inn so they can for the stakeout, which coincidentally is what this episode is called. Hey, the stakeout. Um. So, but before that, they uh, we find out the bounty hunters. They're not bounty hunters. They're just big Nuktuk fans. They're the only fans of Nuktuk. Yeah, they have a huge poster and they ask him to sign it. It's sweet. They're like, you're my favorite moviegoer actor. You're my favorite movie star. Movie star. I, I have a poster with your face on it. Kinda, By the way, isn't Bolin like the only mover star? Not true. I mean, besides like Ginger, but like not really. We just don't know of any other movers. How many others were... Varric had the technology. They were only making Nuktuk. They're probably, like, still making... I don't know. I I say that like I know. I don't know. We don't know these So we things. find the only Nuktuk fans ever. The only Nuktuk. Because they have bad taste in, movie, in <laughs> movers. <laughs> to be fair, there's probably not a lot of movers to choose from. True. So, you know, you like one. Um, and then, yeah. And then they get the room. So they get the room, and they it's, it's, a, it's a little cramped. They have to kind of well, squeeze in there. They're not like sleeping there. They're just a stakeout. Cora yeah. and Mako are going to do their stakeout game. Asami and Bolin are going to play a game. They're going to play a pie show. Yeah. Uh, Bolin finds a pie show board and uh, he and Asami start playing pie show and she kicks his ass. I kind of like this just because like you could tell like this episode is probably going to be like super serious yeah. for the rest of the episode. So it's nice to have like a little bit of fun- comedy. Well, yeah, I, I love... Um, this is just like a good moment of character bonding because we talked about it too last. Uh, we talked about this last season how a bull and Asami don't get a lot of bonding time, and this was like this is one of the few moments. I feel like this season is a lot better at having like the four of them together. Well, they were barely together in the last season. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was super separated in book two, and this one we're seeing a lot more of everyone being together and actually interacting like friends, which is what they are. Hooray! And so yeah, that's probably one of my favorite parts of this episode. Mm-hmm. Hashtag bonding. Hashtag you're, bonding. You're writing that down next to my crappy drawing of Cora. You have a lovely drawing of Cora here. I really Okay, love here's the thing. <laughs> I am like perfectly honest with like my ability to draw. I am a terrible artist. So like just accept. Like, Kayla, give me your actual opinion. It looks like a clown. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna post this on Twitter. I can't um, draw. I'm putting this one at on. all. My mother's gonna listen to this and be like, "Yep, this is true." <laughs> Thanks, mom, for for your for your not ability to draw. My mom can't draw either. Um, so 
So during the stakeout, they're in there for a few hours and they notice, they see Iway. he occasionally checks the, the windows, but he's not moving. He's in that room for hours and they have no idea what he's doing or what he's waiting for. Um, so eventually... Um, Cora gets a little pissed off and she's like, it's getting really late. What's this guy doing? So she decides to go confront him. Turns out. Uh, yeah. Which, which everyone is like, that's a great idea. Except no, everyone thinks that's a terrible idea. Um, in the room though, Iway is meditating. Yeah. Cause as we probably figured out, the meeting place is in the spirit world. It's in the spirit world. Da na na na. So that explains why you couldn't find it on the map there. So then Cora's like, all right, I'm going to go in. Let's figure out. And then we'll, I'll spy. Yeah. On them. She's going to she's gonna go to the spirit world and then spy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then they, um, then everyone else agrees to kind of, you know, sit tight and, like, make sure the bodies are okay. Um, and back in the, so in the spirit world, uh, Korra fi- is able to find Iway and Zaheer appears there. Yeah. And they're having a conversation. Um, Basically saying, like, yeah, you said we could get the avatar out. And he's like, Sorry. Yeah, and he's like, are you, hey, you sure you're not being followed? And he's like, oh, yeah, no one. Nope, not being followed at all. Ah. And so, so here says we need to clear up loose ends. And I always like, I said I'm not being followed. And he's like, oh, no, you're the lo- you're the um, loose end. And then he just tosses him right into the fog of souls. So he's dead. So Iowa is fucking dead. They here murdered somebody. He probably murdered several people. That is a Point a good possibility. Hey, remember this is a kid show? It's a kid show. Oh, don't get me started. Murder. Don't get me started. Murder. He threw him off a cliff. Threw him off a cliff into a fog of lost souls where he will wander forever. Oh, we would generous mad. out. It's fine. Hey, Admiral Joe. Anyway, then he, and then Cord's like, what? And then, uh, is it, then Sahir finds her. Yeah. And I was like concerned about like a fight. Yeah. But I'm like, but Corey, you don't have your bending power. Yeah. So here even right. She's like, hey, we don't have our bending in here. Like, there's no sense to fight. Hey, how about we sit here and I tell you everything you want to know? Because I think that's fair. And uh, she's like, okay, okay. I love this scene so okay. much. I love it all. I love it. She, so, so Cora is like, who the hell are you guys? Um, and so here talks about um, who they are. And they are members of a group called the Red Lotus. Which, by the way, I kind of like the I like the Red Lotus Gang better than like the Awesome Gang. Okay, so I'm gonna start calling them the Red Lotus Gang. All right, we're gonna call them the Red Lotus Gang. Hashtag, hashtags, yeah, folks. And then he just basically just tells them like their whole the like not the whole plan. I don't know if they, I don't know if he he didn't tell her a plan. Not really. This kind of gave him the history of the organization. Of them, why they tried to kidnap Cora when she was yeah. a kid. Yeah, so um, basically the Red Lotus was an org- uh, They So if you if that name sounds familiar, it's because there's an organization called the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. And in the last series, they were more of a secret society that all these old people were part of. In this series, they're more of like protectors of the Avatar. So they, and they try to like keep balance? Yeah, they're basically. Oh, is that why the next season's called Balance? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, maybe I shouldn't have given that away, but... Uh, no, I, knew, I I thought I knew that. I thought I read this. I figured I knew that. Uh, well, it's not really related to anyway. Lotuses. Anyway, so the Red Lotus is formed by a former White Lotus member who was named Jaibel, Jaibel Grove. Anyway, who was kind of like, what was he? Th- he was just thinking that like these guys are not. He 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 wasn't like a fan of how after the Hundred Year War, the White Lotus kind of came out of the woodwork and became more of like servers, like to the Avatar. Yeah, um, they were serving the Avatar, and they were and like being... going there with their true goal, which is just like keeping balance between everything. Yeah, and so you know they they're serving the Avatar and what he says are corrupt nations. So yeah. instead of being kind of like an apolitical force, they've become very aligned. Um, and Zahir's like, mm, yeah, not a great idea. Uh, so, so Cora's like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. But like, why the hell are you trying to kidnap me? And then Zahir's like, hey, that was Unalak's idea. Finally, okay, we get to like, like, forget about the fact that Unalak was just like this really bad, like, villain, and like he just like his ideas were just like stupid, mm-hmm. and he was just like a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy. Yeah. Now it's like actually going to become complex. We're going to understand he just had a certain philosophy, and it's going to be great. Word. So yeah, it turns out that uh, Unalak was like because they wanted to um, kind of remove the Avatar from this thing. Uh, Zahir comments a lot that. Oh, no, keep before, going about how Unalak changed as a character forever. Yeah, no, wait, no. I, well, I wanted to be a little um, kind of 
do this little chronologically. Anyway, so um, while this conversation is going on, back mm-hmm. in the real world, we see a cave where uh, Team Red Lo- Red the Red Lotus Gang. I have to. Ch- Tammy can note to start calling them that now. Uh, the Red Lotus Gang is hiding out, and Zaheer is who is pretty damn good at meditating. It manages to actually like, tell say, them where they are, tell them like where they are, and say like, "Hey, go capture them." So uh, Gazan and Mingwa go, and police says, "Hey, I'll stay here and watch, make sure Zaheer is uh, his body is safe." Mm-hmm. So uh, Zaheer talks about how he met Unalak as a teenager, and after they both joined the society. And they learned about Robin Vatu and harmonic convergence and all that stuff. You're watching my cat clean She's herself. She's so cute. <laughs> Isn't she cute though? She's just like. This episode is brought to you by my cat. She's really cute. She's just like licking herself. It's so cute. It's really distracting. It is really distracting. Anyway, I love her so much, guys. I love my cat. Um. So, you know, they talk about they're talking. Uh, he's talking about uh, Robin Vatu and harmonic convergence and how Avatar One decided to split the two up mm-hmm. and how they thought that was dumb. And Korra's like, "Hey, no, he was trying to restore balance." And um, they like, "Did he? Did yeah, he? Like, Did he? Like, like closing the spirit portals was a bad idea, according to them." Um, even, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, even you thought closing the spirit portals was a bad idea." So Korra sa- so says that, "Oh, so it was your plan the whole time, you know, to use me to wait and open." The, por- the portals and release really Vatu. And like, Zaheer's like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, he says that, you know, Red Lotus could have taught, you know, her so much more. And Cora's like, yeah, no, thanks for not brainwashing me. You're um, welcome. <laughs> so back in the physical world. Uh, fight scene. Yeah, Ma- uh, Mingwa and Kazan show up. And a fight scene in, uh, almost ensues. Well, before that, um, they decide it's a better, best idea to get Korra's um, body away from here. So yeah. uh, Asami takes Naga and Korra's body and gets the hell out of there. Um, then a fight scene ensues. It's a good time. So Korra's like, hey, so like if Ulock was in on this... Why wasn't he, like, thrown in jail? And Zaheer's like, oh, yeah, because he's a bitch. So, wait, you're saying that Unalak doesn't become complex? No, Unalak is just a spineless douche nozzle. Hashtag chief douche nozzle. I'm glad he's dead. It's true. Because um, Unalak kind of didn't go with them to try to kidnap Korra. And he kind of, after they were captured, he distanced himself from him. Um, and so it turned out, so he acted like he was never associated with them to begin with and let them sit in jail for 13 years. And so here's kind of pissed about it. A bit. Good thing he's dead. Yeah. We're all the better for it. So they say that the, um, Red Lotus exists to restore balance to the world, um, bring the spirits back and, you know, take, he's like, nations and governments shouldn't exist. So let's, we're just going to take, um, we're going to take out the, the world leaders, and Korra's like, that's a terrible idea. Don't it's like, really? Talk- like, you've been dealing with a lot of, like, not good leaders. And I'm like, yeah, he's he, not wrong. He, he, call, he says, quote, unquote, a moronic president and a tyrannical queen. And Korra's like, yeah, I mean, I don't, like, agree with them. But, like, they can't, like, shouldn't, not, like, just kill him. Yeah. And it's like, hey, remember, like, before with, like, the Fire Nation and, like, the Fire Lord? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Um, And so... See here, the core is like, that's only going to, you know, everything's only going to be chaos then. And so here kind of, he talks about his point of how um, the only order is disorder, which is kind of his whole shtick. And then recites a quote from Guru Lahima. Who was an airbender. Who was an airbender. Yeah, well, the, the, the quote's interesting because it's like, uh, let me read this. New growth cannot exist without first the destruction of the old, and which sounds like a very... Um, is that like a real non, quote? Non-pass. Is that, is that like a real quote from somebody or they just made it up? I think they just made it up. Oh, cool. Um, and it's interesting because it sounds like a very, um, not violent, but very aggressive kind of quote, but it I turns don't know out if it's like from an airbender. chaos is a good idea, but like, I, I mean, granted, like if we think about it, like a lot of like the government people mm-hmm. in this, like in this show and even in Avatar Last Airbender are kind of shit. They're kind of shit like genuine and like they only really like care about like themselves Mm -hmm. and like maybe like their people and they don't want to get along with each other yeah so it's like i'm kind of like i don't know if i'm on a side or not but like it's but like it is interesting because like you think it's like the part where like the villain's gonna be like all right i'm gonna tell you my whole plan Mm -hmm. he doesn't tell her a plan just tells her like her ideas and saying like you're kind of like us because like you kept the spirit portal opened Mm -hmm. like you wanted like them to be like merged together and like that kind of thing like with other avatars they didn't want to do that 
that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a really interesting, um, interesting point. So God, I love them so much. I know. So, so they're like so they're like really interesting and like they're not really bad people. They're just kind of, I mean they're kind of bad people, mm-hmm. but they just have like their own philosophy and they just like they know they just want the Avatar to like just like join. We want to kidnap you and then we'll just like teach like tell you like this is how we do things. And then you might agree with us and like that kind of thing. What I'm saying is this is the plot to season two, but done way better. Yes, like so yes, much better. Exactly. Exactly. Like the Thank first, you. Like it's weird because like the second season kind of felt like they were taking stuff from like season one and kind of like redoing it a bit, and this one kind of feels like the same thing with season two, but they know how but to do it. They're doing a, it better. Yeah, like like characters that we care about who aren't just like straight up bad guys and yes. are out for their own good. Yes. And doing stupid things. Yes. Like merging with Batu. That yes. was a stupid thing to do. Dumb, it was a dumb move. <sighs> God. The it Dark was. Avatar thing was a dumb move. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so we uh, we see a little bit more of that fight scene with uh, Mako Bolin, Minghuang Kazan, uh, which is just a good scene. And like, I like how um, Bolin is fighting uh, Kazan, and he says, "Like, I feel like I'm just giving him fuel because he's just he's bending rocks." And then he's like, "Cool rock, let me just turn it into lava." Um, so you want to take over? And Rock is like, almost getting killed by an ice claw. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so Bolin jumps into a pool in order to escape the uh the lava but the only problem is that like the other person there is a waterbender and they both get captured um they're not quite making it it's not quite not quite working so they're captured and then so asami um is es- like escaping the town uh on naga with Korra, um and it looks like it's going pretty all right but then she gets they get captured trapped in a thing of rock and not mm-hmm. the best thing um back in the spirit world uh Corey's like hey so here like you're an airbender like you could do like use that power for good and he's like mm, you're smart but like nah he's like i got my own plans i'm gonna do my own thing yeah i guess like that is like my one thing with the like idea of like the red lotus yeah like why chaos like why would chaos bring stuff together like if you want to get rid of like government like and especially like this government because the worst mm-hmm. like i get that but like when you want to like figure out like a peace thing although you would think, like, with the peace thing, there'd just be another government. Right. And then they might get corrupt. Yeah, that's the thing. Wait, it's... they're communists. No, they are, they're the opposite. They're, like, anarchists. Are they? But they want, don't they kind of want equality, just, like, in the chaos way? Yeah, well, they, they, they think that the only way for everything to be equal is if there's no rules in place. So they're communist anarchists. Anarcho-communists? That, that, that seems very... Hashtag communist anarchists. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're at, at, the, at their core they're more like anarchists. I don't really. I never really actually looked into the definition of anarchy or the anarchist right, thing. Me. I just like I know what com- up my dictionary. I was like I know what communism is. I read Animal Farm. But Anar- I was about to say read Animal House. Anarchy, a state of disorder due to absence or non-recognition of authority. But that doesn't seem like a good thing. Yeah, it means absence of government. So it means that like if. Govern the idea I think behind this is that governments or like that kind of power structure is inherently bad. Like you can't you can't create it to be good, so just do away with it. That makes oh that kind of makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 like I disagree. I definitely in this in this episode, Derek converted to be a Red Lotus member. No, like I like I disagree because I don't think you kind of need some kind of like stability and like some people to actually dictate the rules. And if somebody breaks the rules, you gotta you know have justice and stuff. Yeah, but I think like this, I'm saying like yeah. I think like it's it's super interesting. Yeah, well I think this you said this before that this present that this is the same idea that the the last season had as in like pushing the idea that the i i like the line the natural order is disorder in the sense that um chaos is the true state of what things should be and you see in the last season it was the way it was presented just felt like i'm evil for the sake of being evil yeah i'm a dark avatar but like here it's actually presented in a way that like no like have you noticed that like all these systems that are in place are shit and like people you know they're not working so like let's just do away with them and then it's presented in a way like oh i understand their motivations now uh, i don't have to agree with you them, know what i, I love what? when like a villain comes around and like yes. they're awesome and then, but like you don't know their motivation, and then you find out their motivation, and you're like, "That's so awesome!" And also, this is a great motivation of a character who, uh, who people turn evil not because, um, like, 
in who are not sympathetic villains, but they're villains that you understand the meaning to, but you yeah, don't have yeah. to make them I don't, sympathetic. I don't really it. feel sympathy for them. I feel empathy towards them. Yeah, like like they these people didn't have to have tragic backstories for you to like be interested in their character. Like you don't really they know. They just about like their saw a world where like the government was kind yes. of like, and even in this specific like season, especially with the Earth uh Earth, uh, Earth Queen. Earth Queen. Yes. We see that. Yes. So, like... Because she's horrible. Ah, uh, this is very well said. And up. the president's not even that good either because he banishes Cora from a public city. Yes. Kind of proving to Cora's point, maybe, yes. to the right. Oh, my God, I love this. Ah. Uh, oh, my God. Season two was horrible. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Why? It's Why so is, bad. Oh, uh, can we just, like, jump to this season instead of season two? Yeah, but you couldn't have anything in this season that season two, though. Season two doesn't really stand on it. can't really stand on its own because of the whole Airbender, Harmonic Convergence, uh, Red Lotus thing. I guess that's so. Yeah, I know. So season two has to exist? Season two has to exist. Fuck. I know. I know. But, um, the, but then, so then they're talking and then... Uh, so here leaves the spare world. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, it's time to leave. They probably already captured you anyway. Pieces out, and Cora's like, oh shit. And then she uh, wakes up. And Cora comes to, and it turns out the um, they put her in like Hannibal Lecter guard. Yeah, guard? well, well, it turns out that the the earth that she and Asami were surrounded by wasn't from Gazan, which we would originally thought because Gazan had left the fight to go yeah. uh, find them. It's actually it was the Earth Queen's forces. Well, shit. Uh, who actually are captured them and taking them back to Bossing Say. So yeah, Cora's in like this like scary Hannibal Lecter garb, like trying to make it so she can't possibly bend at all. Asami just has act- like handcuffs which on. Which to, to be fair makes sense. I'm gonna yeah. get on that. Yeah. But she can talk. Yeah, well yeah, she can talk, she just can't like <laughs> anyway. Um and so it turns out and so But how uh, but I mean the Red Lotus gang does have uh, our good buddies. They do have Malcolm and Bolin. We yeah. find out that uh, which is Red Lotus King has our boys. Which, by the way, is actually very good bait. Oh yeah, that's excellent bait. Oh yeah. So they have hostages. Um, and Cora asks, she's like, "Hey, did we get captured by the Red Lotus?" And Asami's like, "I don't even know who that is. This is the Earth Queen, and they're taking us back to Bossing Say." Um, and so that ends this episode. What are your thoughts? Ah, uh, I mean, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was no original Airbenders. Right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like, so, like, honestly, like, I mean, like, the last episode was also, like, really good, but, like, it was kind of, like, just, like, really good action. Yeah. Like, a little bit of Detective Mako, mm-hmm. which is also a good combination. And this one had, like, Team Avatar and Detective Mako and people talking. Yes. And... Plot gets developed. Mm-hmm. We know motivation now. Mm-hmm. There were some good fight scenes, some nice twists. Yep. Solid, good, great. I love it. Yes. I love good. it. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite episodes of the season, I think. Although, and it's, the season finale is pretty good. Anyway. So good. Um, and like, yeah. like I said, like, we still don't know what the Red Lotus gang like actually wants to do. Like, we know what they want to do. We don't know like how they're going to do it. Right. We know like their motivations, but we don't know what the core asks, like what they plan what they plan to do when if they ever capture her and he says he doesn't reveal that information so we don't know what their current plan is what no. is their plan though like because i'm thinking we like, do find that out later okay that's but like because like obviously like i, I kind of get like wanting to capture the avatar when she's like four yeah because then she'll be easier to brainwash yeah but she's like 17 right you're not gonna be able to brainwash and her and they wanted to use her for harmonic convergence but harmonic convergence already passed yeah so like what else can you do so that's a great question i mean the spirit world the spirit world's open that's up to them so that question. might be a thing mm-hmm. that's something i think of like they're gonna do something with the spirit world but i don't know what and i can't wait to find out mm-hmm. oh yeah i know i guess I like i'm thinking remember like when we saw captain america civil war yeah and i kept saying throughout that like because we did like a, a review of it that's somewhere yeah and I said, like, oh, my God, like, Batman v Superman was terrible. Yeah. Because, like, they're kind of, like, the same thing, but Civil War does it right. Yeah. I know people have opinions on Civil War and, like, the Marvel Universe now in general. They're, right. like, it's starting to get a bit negative, but they're still, like, fun movies. They're fun, yeah. They're fun movies. But, like, if you compare, come on, comparing the two, guys, mm-hmm. Civil War is better. Yeah. Like, way better. Yeah. Like, I want to watch that more often than the boring-ass Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Although Justice League kind of looks pretty good. That one looks kind of fun. It's got, but it's, it's got Wonder Woman. I know. And it's got my boy Flash. Oh, crap. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So, um, like, it kind of felt like, so this kind of feels like, like, to me, it's kind of my opinion with, like, see, like the more I watch season three, the more I hate season two. Yeah. Just, like, 
No, I agree. I know. Like, yeah, it's a, like, oh, like season two is just like kind of, like, I, I hate it more because like you could see the potential. And like, yeah. I get it. They probably didn't know what they were doing a with season two. A lot of potential. Two, yep. And like, they picked it up better, but like, God, this is so good. I know. I can't wait to find out more. I know. And we're done for today. So I know, we're like, done for the day too. I gotta wait another month, mm-hmm. and then we gotta watch season four, and then we'll get on to the next show. Yeah. Which I will think of a hint someday. Then we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna watch season four, and then I'm gonna cry at the end. Anyway. Are we get, gonna cry? Um, you probably won't. I'm gonna get really emotional, even though I've seen it a billion times. I get really emotional every time I see the book I get emotional finale. with some stuff. I was talking about, uh. Get really emotional. I was talking about something, uh, today, and I told you I got emotional. We'll talk later. Anyway. Okay. Um. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I love this episode uh, because I'm trying not to use that lately, but uh, I, it's a really great episode because I feel like this is one of the, um, this is a good team Avatar episode. This is a oh, good yeah. episode with like the four of them like doing their thing and they had some good interaction. They had like, there was some like funny kind of interaction mm-hmm. um, we had with like the, um, like the disguise scene and the, um, the pie show bit and just like the little stuff like that was like it's just so much fun and I, I love those little moments. Um this is kind of brings back the um what I was talking about in earlier episodes with some of the more like the casual fun dialogue that yeah. the episodes that Arun Bossing Say had. I think this kind of brings some of it back. We didn't really see that in the past couple episodes because we were in Zaofu. Um so we were busy doing, you know, metal clan stuff, but now we're back and we're kind of we can be a little more fun and casual. Um, yeah. And so just that part, it was just, it's so much fun to me. And like, it was just good interaction between mm-hmm. the main characters. And I am such a sucker for that. Um, and then we got, we learned more about the Red Lotus and they're just like a good, just a good group of, good group of. Are there uh, other people in the Red Lotus that we might meet? Um, I don't think that we mean. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, the, the focus is, is the, the Red Lotus gang. Yeah. The focus is the Red Lotus gang. Um, the RL gang. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so, yeah, I just in, enjoy it. Um, can I can I touch upon, please, can I, uh, if you want to, like, look into the mind of uh, somebody who's been in this fandom since day one, um, you know that shot with uh, Korra and Asami, like, on the naga like right in yeah yeah like so that scene specifically was in the book three um trailer that they played at san diego comic-con a few years back oh and i think it was san diego comic-con it was either that or new york comic-con um i forget off the top of my head it was at a comic-con it was at a comic-con it was one of those things and so like i watched like the bootleg version and as soon as that shot came up like everyone was like ah <laughs> Why? It's not that interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine shot, but it's like not that interesting of a uh, shot. Well, this was, this was the book three trailer. So this was before, um, this was still like while book two was going on and like Korra and Asami had gotten like zero character interaction. Oh. So people were like pretty fucking stoked about that. And also because- To be fair, like they've gotten kind of like, I mean, like a lot's been going on, but they've like got, so they haven't like been interacting as much as they did in the beginning. Yeah. But it still kind of feels like they're friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much better this season. Just even at this point, it's still better at this season. That was the past. That's because that stupid Mako's not around and he's busy being a detective. I'm telling you. Also, also because people really shipped them together. Um, Like the fandom was like that was. I think it was like around that point. Like the end of book two is when like people were like, wait a minute, why don't instead of shipping this or this, why don't we just like take that guy out and just and people were like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. It's season two though. Uh, I it's mean, like they had no interaction. They had no so, interaction. So like, okay. why would you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. The fan, fans don't need a reason to ship. That's true. They will ship whatever they want, and then hope either it goes their way or they'll just ship it in their dreams. Um, I'm talking about you, Zutara. I'm talking about you, Zutara shippers. In your dreams. You're wrong about ah. that, by the way. You're wrong. What? <laughs> You're just wrong about that. <laughs> I have opinions on that ship. Uh, really? I told Can you I those them? opinions. Uh, I forget. Zutara? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't like it. Oh yeah, I I I was never like a huge. Actually, I don't have it, an opinion on it. I just don't like yo, it. Yo yo, okay. Can uh, we're talking on a fandom scale now? I need to touch upon this. Um, Zutara fans are still out there, and they are still like as like fervent as ever. Like they're still like. But even with like Legend of Korra being out and like. Oh yeah, like I was surprised because I was on I was on I was on the Tumblers kids, um, and I was in like the Avatar tag, like some of the shipping, and like Avatar fandom is notorious for having some like early crazy shipping wars that continued through avatar 
and through court. And I was firsthand witness to all of this. I have seen some shit in my here's lifetime. Here's the only way. Um. Oh. <laughs> here's the only way I can see it. So, like, there's, like, a 17-year gap between, like, I don't know. Like, what, uh, did Zuko's wife die? I don't even know who Zuko got married to. It's probably May, but who knows? So, like, if she was, like, like dead or something and then Aang died and there's, like, that 17-year gap. Yeah. I could see maybe a little thing. Yeah, because like so they're, they're older. They're old. No, no, but still, like they're older, and like they've gotten, like they probably were like mourning about like the death of their spouses. Stuff can happen. Like they wouldn't have like bare children or anything. Yeah, but like a small thing, then I could probably buy it. But like other than that, no. Yeah, like not, not Katara like leaving Aang for because like they felt like like Katara and Aang feel like a real couple that will like tell each other stuff. Yeah, and like. Like, Zuko's just too broody for Katara. True. Yeah, I know. Also, uh, and I just remembered, I'm thinking about, like, Shippur is another crazy Avatar fandom. Because, like, it, they, they're still kind of going on. They're they're smaller now. But I see them, and you all are crazy. Is it just because, you all are like, you don't want an older woman dating a younger man? No. It's not. Like, okay. No, it's not because of that. It's because, I don't know. It's, it's uh, I don't know. I was going to like that Katara was older. Yeah, but like uh, it's it's I don't, I don't know I don't know I don't know we we'll call we'll we'll call one into the show sometime anyway. Um, but oh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, something that I remember in the early days of Legend of Korra, uh, people like put Richard trying to. There's a huge ship for uh, Boomy and the Fire Lord, who's a who's a lady. Um, before she was even revealed in the show, and so they're like, oh, guys, what if? <laughs> I mean, a, I don't know this fire. Is she, would she be a lord or is there like another name for Fire her? lady? Fire uh, lady? Fire lord. Probably still a fire lord. Anyway, but like. Well, like, I mean, I haven't met her, so, you know, maybe. Yeah, this is like before she, like, we even met her in the show. This is like back in like book one. Well, they would be like the this. same age, wouldn't they? Yeah. And so I, I still kind of wish that happened, guys. I'm thinking about it. And what if they were she... together in secret and then they had a son who became a firebender and in the army? Oh. Huh? Oh, okay. Huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. Huh? Okay. Did I just like unleash the ship? The theories? Uh, I mean, those theories very much existed. Um, that 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 would be that sounds interesting though. Uh, so this is really funny because before, because she um, she didn't have a name back in like book one. We didn't even have a face. It was just like purely theory. We, but like her, her her fan name uh, later. Um, so her fan name was like Honora because I know. like honor, like the word honor. Put somebody put like an A at the end. <laughs> great um so thank you for joining me on my trip down uh avatar fandom that's a good lane. name it's i know and i, I just remember that i got really mad that that's not what happened <laughs> so that's uh that's just a little peek into what it was like to be a fan back in 2012 um oh god it's been five years already damn we get it we're old we're old guys i love how like i say i'm old but then like i meet people and they're like a lot older than me i know and they're just like shut up I know. Um, you're in your 20s. You're in your 20s. Yeah. You're not old. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so those are all my thoughts on that episode. I just really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, me uh, too. Mostly for Team Avatar just being good. We got some good fight scenes with uh, And we didn't go on a bunch of tangents this episode. Yeah. We went on a lot of tangents in the last couple episodes. Good for us. So this episode's probably shorter than the other ones. Somehow, even though we really like this episode. And I just uh, I feel How I long is so going so, so far? far? We're like an hour minutes all right um that's good yeah i know yeah but those are all my thoughts you got anything else no i'm good okay cool um so we do not have a comment corner for you guys right now sorry um, because this is the last episode of recording of the day so we've already expended our um comment so keep so comment for like the next month Although yeah. by the time you get this, we'll have already been recording again, probably probably oh well probably or else i'm gonna have to do some fast editing but uh so yeah, I mean, we'll, 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 we can tweet it out beforehand on other episodes. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, That'll be, like, because I've been, like, trying to, like, post more on, like, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. I feel like I was going to... Because before I did the Patreon thing, I think I'll just be like, hey, guys, remember to comment. We love hearing from you maybe, about all your stuff. Maybe we'll pose a question for you guys. Like, Ooh. what elements do you bend, or what elements do you think we would bend if you disagree with what we what said? What are your theories on what happened to Sokka? <laughs> I want to hear your Sokka theories, When we please. post that episode, which you probably already posted by this point... Yeah. We will ask that question. And I'm going to read... 
all of those on air. Maybe not all. Hashtag all we heart Saka. We just love Saka so much, guys. Mm, um, Saka. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, hell yeah, I want to tell you all about my three page Saka theory. I want to hear it, by the way. But if you want to tell us, um, there's a few different ways you can do that. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Uh, we are Witty Clothes Productions. You can always leave us a comment on our post because we're probably going to be asking those questions. Um, you can tweet at us um, at Witty Clothes. We would love it if you would give us a follow so you can know when we are posting those new episodes. You can, if you like, you can uh, follow us on Patreon. We are Witty Clothes Productions and we are always posting our commentary. Um, we will post our commentary and have some bonus content for y'all there. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We are Witty Clothes Productions and you can leave us a rating and review and we would love to read some of those reviews on this show. Um, even if it's a terrible review and you say how much you hate us, I would love to read it. If you do hate us, tell us why you hate us. Yeah. We like constructive criticism. And if it's not very nice, I will send it to your mom. And if you are listening to this through some other mystical means, um, you can always find us on YouTube. We are Witty Clothes Productions. Give us a subscri- subscribe to us, uh, like us, uh, comment. And we love to read those comments in our comment corner. One of these days we will find a better name for it, uh, but today is not that day. Um, so check us out. We would love to hear from you. It's like the, it's like the spirit world. It's like the comment world. The comment world. I love it. Um, hey, I don't know if that's going to work. So We'll think of something else. That's all the time we have today for first reaction, fan reaction. Join us next time. We are still talking about Legend of Korra. We are still on book three, and we'll be talking about episodes uh, 10 and 11, Long Live the Queen and the Ultimatum. Ooh. So we're um, almost done. Oh. We're almost done book three. I'm excited, guys. I know it went so fast, but it's such a good season. Um, until next time, I'm your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host. Dara Whitman. All right, peace. Peace. <laughs>